0: Welcome to the Redeemed Evangelical Commission, TREM, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God, equipped with the word of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Holy Ghost, cause your word to heal. Cause the water to deliver. Cause the water to save. Cause the water to transform. Cause the water to establish. In the name of Jesus. We return eternal glory, honor and praise to you Lord. In Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Last time I preached here. We talked about. Who am I? am I? Why am I here? Who am i and why am i here? can we go to our text Genesis chapter one verse 26 through 28. Can God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Some of say identity. Some of say identity. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the best of the air, and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Some of say purpose. Identity. Purpose in that verse twenty six seven. The next verse, please. So God created man in His own image, in the image of God He created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. Somebody say empowered. empowered. Then God blessed them, empowered. And God said to them, "Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth." And subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every creeping thing that moves on the earth. Identity, purpose, empowerment. Everyone on this earth created. In the image of God. That's your identity. Then give you a purpose. And he empowered you to fulfill purpose. Praise God. Last time we read these scriptures from other translations. The New, Bible, the New Living Bible said then God said let us make a man someone like ourselves to be master of all life. Master of all life. New Living Translation to said to rule and reign. Message Translation said to take charge to be in charge. Then the voice translation. And let us grant them authority over all the earth. The fish in the sea and the birds in the sky. And the domesticated animals and the small creeping creatures on the earth. So God did just that. He created humanity in his image, created them male and female. Then God blessed them and God gave them this directive. Be fruitful and multiply. Populate the earth. I make you trustees of my estate. So care for my creation and rule over all. You are trustees of God's creature. To rule and reign over all. Charge. Purpose. Identity. We asked a question last time. Then who is then God? How is God like? Since God created us in his image, So we discover that God is, is spirit. Somebody said God is spirit. John 4 24 told us God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Because the flesh and blood cannot contact God. So that as you contact God through the spirit. is deep colored unto deep. Spirit to spirit. So you have to recognize and understand. And number one, that who you are. You are spirit. Created in the image of God. But many people today living on earth. They see themselves as body. You are not body. Body is here because of you. Without you, the body is useless. So we learned that you are spirit. You have a soul. You live in a container called body. You are spirit. You have a soul. You live in a container called body. You're not soul. You are spirit. That's who you are. Just as God is. First John chapter 4 verse 17 told us. For as he is so are we. In this present world. Not when we get to heaven. But pastor. I have blood. I have flesh. I have muscles. I have bones. Yes. That is a container. To function on earth. With God gave us these passports to be able to function here on earth because without this passport you cannot function because this earth is made for for physical beings just as you are you cannot travel to any other country without your passport can you talk to me somebody can you Without your passport, you cannot travel to another country. But you can be born in America, live and die in America without owning and having an American passport. But the day you say you want to visit another country, you must have a passport. So your body is given to you as passport to function on earth. That does not make you a body. Many people today in the church don't know this truth. Jesus says in the book of John chapter 8 verse 32. And you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Why are we saying what we are saying? Because everything about God is contacted by your spirit you cannot contact God by your flesh Jesus speaking he said the word that I speak to you they are spirit and the life he said the world is spirit he said the letter kills but the spirit gives life For you to be able to enjoy all Jesus died and paid for in your life. You must number one know your identity. You must know that you are spirit. And everything given to us is in the spirit. So for you to be able to enjoy it. You have to be actively engaged in the spirit. You have to be alive in the spirit. That when you contact that in the spirit, you can bring it to the physical for you to be enjoyed here on this physical realm by your faith. Somebody say by your faith. God created Abraham, uh, Adam. He was like God. Everything God is, He is. And that's why He was able to name everything. Are right? you understand me? Because his mind was as sharp as the mind of God. Because in the spirit, where we belong, there is no limitation. It is the arena of of unlimited possibilities, are you hearing me? It is the arena of unlimited possibilities. For with God, all things are what possible. With God, God is spirit. So when you function in the spirit, all things will become possible to you. Dad was speaking last Sunday. He said that many don't know that the spirit world. Is more tangible, more real than the physical world because it's the spirit world that rule, controls, and governs the physical world. And that's why I always tell people you might be born again, you might be saved, you might be going to heaven as being redeemed by the blood of the land. Yet, because you don't know who you are, you are not able to wield your authority in the spirit, you will suffer what you don't have business suffering. Many people today are living a defeated life because they don't know who they are. Because if you don't know your identity, you can never know your purpose and you can never fulfill purpose. I was said last Sunday that if you could not know your identity, you cannot know your purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, you cannot fulfill purpose. And if you cannot fulfill purpose, you will not be contented, you will not be satisfied, you will not be fulfilled, you will not be secure and the life will be meaningless and void. Life will be meaningless and void. That is the reason why many that run after things, Jesus telling us, in Matthew chapter 6, from verse 33, he said, but seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness. Seek ye first. And when you look at it, it's a spiritual realm. Are you hearing me? He said, when you are balanced, when you are established, when you are in charge spiritually, all these things will be added to you. All will be added to you. Would they say that, there is nothing, no thing, no thing, physically speaking, that can take the place of God in you. Nothing. It's not money. It's not name. It's not power. Not drug. Not sex. And that's the reason why some people after they have done all like Solomon said, vanity upon values. Because that void is there. You cannot contact God through physical thing. You cannot contact God through flesh and blood. because everyone born on earth by a woman is dead pastor what do you mean is dead but they are breathing in oxygen and breathing and carbon dioxide everyone born into this world that doesn't have Jesus as Lord and Savior is dead is carrying Adamic nature. Are you hearing I'm saying is separated from God because death is eternal separation from God. It's not you have two deaths. Jesus died twice. Are you hearing me? Mean? Jesus died twice. The first death was when he was separated from God. You say my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was the main thing. When he became sin, he was separated from God. Are you hearing me? The day Adam died, the day Adam, I beg your pardon, the day Adam disobeyed God, the day Adam and Eve sinned, they died. That's why they were separated from God. What made God God in them was gone. Their spirit died. But the physical body was still around. The soul was functioning. The, the soul is the, the mind, the seat of thought and emotion. And their container, the physical body was still functioning. And that's how it is. That's why I said, if you are born to this world without Jesus, you are dead. You are a moving corpse. That is what the Bible told us in the book of John. It says, except a man be born again, he cannot see, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. When you receive Jesus Christ, you are reborn. Are you hearing me? You are reborn. Your spirit come alive. And you are now reconnected to God. Anyone you can have all the title on it without Jesus, you are dead, dead, dead. But now, as when you have been saved, someone else says, "Saved." When you become born again, when you are saved, your soul is not saved. Your body, the container is not safe. Somebody say it is the content that gives value to the container. If you go to the mall, like during last Sunday was uh, Mother's Day, right? When you go to the mall, you want to buy perfume. There are beautiful bottles of perfume, right? Different shape, different shade. You pick it. You look at it. The, the 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 bottle so wow then you you pull it the moment you finish using the perfume what happened no matter how beautiful the bottle is is it still useful to you you trash it that is what this container is no matter how beautiful you look no matter how handsome no matter how trim it is valuable today because of you, the spirit, if you are born again. then if you are not saved, if you are not born again, you are eternally separated from God. So the next one is, a sec, is, it, is the second death. That is the cessation of life, the breath. You cease to breathe in oxygen and breathe out of the thousand. So when Jesus was separated from God, he, he lost the spiritual life force before the physical. I hear what I'm saying. but when he has completed, because man is one that same man have to die. when he has finished everything, pay him back, Setting us free. He he breathed his last breath. He said, It is finished. It is our job and responsibility to discover and know who we are. Many spend a lot of time developing their mind power. Whereas their spirit is weak, is anemic, their spirit is already dead, and that's the reason why. To fill the void, the emptiness, many go, go into court. Are you me? They go into court, and yet they are still dead. You all you need, all you are doing is handle over your future and everything to the devil, to the control of the enemy. But God sent me to you today. You can regain your life. You can come alive, you can recover because Jesus have already paid the price for you. You don't need to remain in the hands of the enemy. So Jesus died have died your death. Jesus have died your death. Because when he became sin, he died. He was cut off from God. Now God now sent him to every man because God knows that no man can help or save himself. So that he said, oh, I see every human being now in Jesus through the eyes, through the pyramid of who? Jesus. Now, because you cannot reach me on your, with your flesh and blood, all you need to do, because there is no sacrifice you can make. The Bible told us in Isaiah, all our self-righteousness are what? As filthy rags. There is nothing you can do to save yourself. Because the, as long as you are born into this world, you are carrying the life of Adam. A condemned life. A polluted life. Blood that is not clean. So for you to be safe and to be able to come to me and resume my fellowship with you, you have to receive Jesus. Receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior. So when you receive Jesus, what happened? The Bible says you are not born again. Praise God. You are born again. Give me John chapter 3 from verse 3. John chapter 3 from verse 3. You are now born again. You are now born again. The Nicodemus. The 3 verse 3 there. Jesus, now go back up, back up to verse 1. Back up to verse 1. I'm just trying to establish what we're talking now. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. A ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God be with him. Pause, just a minute. Now, look at the man. Who is the person that sneaked to Jesus? A ruler of the Jews. A religious ruler. He's a teacher of the world. Although you can call a priest, a pastor. He sneaked in to Jesus in the night. Because he, he, he has seen what he has not seen before. So, he wants to know the truth. We started by saying, you shall know the truth and the truth to set you free, right? And look at what Jesus said. He asked him. Now, verse 3, look at what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, without a doubt, without fail, of a truth. I say to you, unless a one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The man is confused. Look at the, word, the verse 4. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Master Jesus, what are you saying? I'm an old man. My mother's womb cannot carry me. So how will I be born again? He's not talking about the physical. He's not talking about the container. You understand what I'm saying? Jesus was addressing the dead man, which is a spirit that is separated from God. Praise God. Look at it. He said, Jesus answered, Most assuredly I said to you, Unless one is born of water and the spirit. do You see that? Water and the spirit. The water there is the word of God. The spirit there is the Holy Ghost. Except one is born of the water and the spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. You are already flesh. So there's nothing we can do about that. But to save you, you have to be born again. Your spirit that is dead have to be reborn. One, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. The spirit, somebody said the spirit. Your true image, your true identity is who he is addressing. It's not addressing the container. The container is valueless without the content. But permit me to say, The world is consumed about the container. The church today is about the container. Motivational speeches all over the pulpit that cannot transform, impact your spirit. about by the container neglecting the spirit and that's what today many are in church they are not in Christ many are in church but not in Christ Jesus have paid the ultimate price and yet many the bible says multitude multitude in the valley of decision multitude many are rushing to destruction when the price have been paid the reason why is because the church that is mandated to go tell the world that the price have been paid they to they don't even know they are left from their right can you go back to that john please john chapter 3 we we'll stop at verse 7 verse 6 right that john i want to i'm just making it to for you to understand because this is a scripture that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit, Spirit, verse 7 he said, do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again he said, Mr. religious leader don't be marvel that I say you should be born again you should not a dead man have no life in him, does he? You know, mother, that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. How many people can you catch the wind? I told you that this body is the passport to function here on earth. The wind, the spirit. Without the container, the spirit cannot function here on earth. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So it's everyone who is born of the spirit. You see that? Born of the spirit. On that line. He's not talking about being religious. You can be religious. Have a front row seat with your name on it. But you're not safe. You're not born again. The day you die, that is cease to breathe in oxygen and carbon dioxide. Or not to many. That is the day so the man died. Forgive my valencola. He don't cool long long. He don't cool for a long time. Not be that day he died. He has been fulfilling all righteousness, doing everything, but he has been totally eternally separated from God, and he did not do anything about it. The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from, where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Yes? Continue, please. Nicodemus answered and said to him, how can these things be? You are a teacher, a religious ruler, a leader, Leading how many people and you don't know how this how this can be? How can this Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? This is a kindergarten of Christianity. Most assuredly I said to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen, and you do not receive our witnesses. If I've told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe it if I tell you heavenly things? This is just a beginning. This is just a beginning. Just like every child, when you are born here, into this world, natural birth, what happened? You have to grow, right? That's the same way Peter told us, First Peter chapter 2, he says, as newborn babe, newborn babe, you are new, because your spirit is not new. He said, feed, desire the sincere meek of the world, that you may grow thereby. Desire the sincere meek of the world, which means your spirit that is reborn has to grow and mature. If your spirit does not grow and mature, number one, it cannot contain, it cannot rule, it cannot constrain and take charge of the soul your seat of power. Your seat of emotion. Your seat of decision. I me, mean. And the body, the container. Remember, the soul and the body have been functioning all this way. Without, they have been running rough shots of your life. Right? And the soul and the body are not saved. They are all against God. They are not in two with God. For your spirit Spirit that is not born again to be able to bring your soul and your body in order to be subject to God and the will of God your spirit has to be matured how then can your spirit be matured to be able to control the soul and the body who have been running rough short all your life Go and smoke crack, you go. Go and sleep with prostitutes, you go. Go and kill, you go. Go and steal, you go. Because they are not in tune with God. Can we ask this question to this beautiful audience? How many of us mothers in the house and fathers in the house taught our children to lie? How many of us taught our children to lie? Nobody. You say, Child, grow to lie because lie is in them. Because that's the Adamic nature. So, what do you do? Now that you are saved, now that you are a child of God, you have to roll your sleeve and walk. Just like that child was trained how to walk you have to number one to sit down on his own right because if he did child if, if all of us did not sit down on our own how do you think my mother could able to carry this big man if, if i didn't know how to sit down on my own then crawl then start to stand then walk then run around. Somebody saying independent. God created us to be independent, to be mobile, to rule because you cannot take charge. You cannot rule if you are not independent, if you are not matured, if you are not growing. Are you hearing me? If you are not growing, if you are not, not growing, how can you take charge? How can you rule? How can you dominate? Paul was writing to the Galatian church. He told them, you see. And her, even though he is a her, because he's a child, is under the control of the servants. Do you see that? The servant that he's supposed to be ruling and controlling, they are now in charge. They will tell him, sit down, he will sit. They will bring it is what they give him to where he wear. He doesn't have his own choice. They, he said what they give him to eat, he will eat, right? Because he's still a child. And there's the one that's he's paying them all. They own everything. But the day that child grows and becomes mature, what happened? They will now say, Sir, sir, right. Some hitting on the head before is no more there, and that's what is happening today in the church world because we have many people that are not spiritually mature. The, the, the enemy that is supposed to be under our feet is knocking people on their head. Are you hearing me? It's ruling over the things that we're supposed to be ruling over. Are ruling over us because we refuse to grow. We refuse to be matured. This is the problem of the church today. Many are in church for twenty years, but they are still wearing diapers. They are not mature. They are not growing. The Bible says, "You shall know the truth." And because people are not growing, they are not mature. The things of God. The things of eternal value is not interesting to them. Because they are still wrapped up and be pulled by the old man. The dead man that is already dead. Is he still ruling over them? All this is in Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 5. The old nature, the Adamic nature is in control. That is the problem of the church. But God sent me to you today. That you must rise up and know your identity. You want to rule and reign in life. You must first know who you are. You must know why you are here. You must know your purpose. Remember, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion. He blessed them. Empowered. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and earth be given to me. He said, go in my name. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Give it to me. Luke 10, 19. Start from 17. Luke chapter 10 in New King James Version. Look at it. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Because Jesus sent them out, two by two, the disciples. Now listen, listen, you have to understand this period now. This period, Jesus have not died. This period, none of these 70 were born again. Because no one become born again until after the resurrection and ascension of Jesus, but now by this time Jesus have not become seen. Are you hearing me? So he see, willing his authority and power. You understand what I'm saying? So he gave them authority to go, and they come back and they told him, Ah, the enemy was subject to them. Now look at it, verse 18. Verse 19, okay. Verse 18, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Someone will say, It's no more in charge, it's no more in control. But how many people today know that Satan is no more in charge and control? Because people are not growing, people are not matured. Verse 19, behold, I give unto you the authority to trample. On serpents and scorpions. And all their power. The ability of the enemy. And notice about enemies or two. He said I have give given it to you. Now this was before he died. Now what do you think happens. After he died. After he has defeated the enemy. And he said it is finished. Give me Hebrew chapter 2. From verse 14. Hebrew 2 from verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Now look at it. What is he saying? Jesus, because man is flesh and blood, you remember he cannot function. The spirit cannot operate and function here on earth. Right? Without the passport, which is the container, the body. Right? Now, he took the same form. He had flesh and blood. And the devil did not know that since he has taken flesh and blood and is going to die because the soul that sinner must die, he will die. That through him dying, through Jesus dying, he will destroy him who has the power of that, that is the devil. That through dying, he will destroy him. If he know, and that's what the Bible told us in the book of First Corinthians. He said, "If the prince of this world have known, he will not crucify the Lord of glory." When he entered into the people, and they were shouting, "Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him!" He was shouting, sharing them up. He didn't know he was digging his own grave. Verse fifteen. And release. He didn't just destroy the de- the the devil. He released those who, through fear of death, were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So you have been released. You have been set free. I hear what I'm saying. Now he gives you the authority, but you cannot rule. You cannot dominate when you're not when you're a child, when you are not growing, when you are not maturing. Because when you are not growing, you will not know your left or your right. You will know what Jesus has already paid for you. You will be tossed some pro for with every wind of doctrine. They will come here and tell you they must wash leg, you follow to wash leg. They must wash head, you must follow to wash he- leg head. They say you must drink three gallons of oil. You must drink uh, you are following. Go and Go to the street and naked yourself. You go because you are not matured, not knowing your left from your right. No wonder the Bible speaking. He said that he said the, the, the preacher. He said one evil thing under the sun. He said that the the, the princes are on barefoot and the servants our horseback. God sent me to you to open your eye this day to the reality and the truth of who you are. Your true identity. When you know who you are, you will know what is yours. You will know what belongs to you. Are you what I'm saying? Because you don't know who you are. You don't know what is yours. You don't know what belongs to you. You don't know why you are here on earth. I've not run out of message. I've run out of time. Let me see if I can squeeze this in. We just establish being born again. Now that you are born again. It means you are not a new creature. You are alive. The spirit that was dead before disconnected and separated from God is now you know you reconnected to God. Hallelujah. When you say you are born again, it means back, you are now back to where you truly belong. You are now reconnected to God. Are you hearing me? You have the life of God. I got the life of God in me. I got the life of God in me. I got the spirit, his nature, his ability. I got the life of God in me. You do not have the life of God in you. Don't want to say, I am a child of God. I'm born again. You see why I always say that many people today, they don't have the boldness and confidence to say, I am a child of God. But they can say, I'm a doctor, I'm a professor, I'm a senator, I'm a lawyer, I'm an accountant, I am this business executive. But you look at them, they come to church, you, but you can't hear them say, I'm a child of God. You now know you're a child of God. That's number one thing, the most important and the most powerful thing. Child of God, born again. Spirit-filled. You are a new creature. Give me Second Corinthians 5, 17. We will pause it. I will pick it from here. You are now a new creature. Then now, work begins. You have to start training yourself. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, do you see that? In Christ, you you see that water is in the bottle, right? You are submerged in Christ, you exist in Him, we live and move and have our being. You are now in Christ, you are submerged in Christ, you are alive, you are one with Jesus. You say, He is a new creation. No more the old that is dead. That is separated from God. He's a new creature. Old things have passed away. The old life is gone. Behold, all things have become new. From this newness, you have to pick it up. How do you now begin to enjoy what belongs to your new existence? Where you are now. Your new environment, right? You are now in Christ. You're not a member of God's family. There are privileges, there are opportunities, there are blessings that go with children of God, there are benefits of salvation that belongs to you. Jesus was speaking to the disciples in in John chapter 17 before he died. He says, when he was praying for them, he said, Father, I have finished the work you sent me. And I have spoken to these ones and I believe that you have sent me. These ones have believed me. Now, I commit them to your hands that you will keep them I'm not saying you should take them away from the world. He said they are in the world. But they are not of the world. He said I ask you to deliver them from the evil one. This was one before he gave, when he he said it is finished. We are in the world. We are not of the world so which means that we are not supposed to be controlled by what exists in the world what the world suffer we are not supposed to suffer it we are to be controlled by where we belong we belong to heaven we belong to the kingdom of god we belong to the family of god we must be controlled by what exists in heaven And the family will belong. And all the benefits of the kingdom, we must enjoy it. But how can you enjoy it when you don't know it? How can you be controlled by it when you don't know it? You see yourself as in the world just like every other person in the world. You are not like every other person in the world. You are separate. You are different. You say he had Delivered us from the power of darkness. And translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. The kingdom of the power of darkness. Have no sense over your life. The authority that governs and controls your life. Is the authority of the kingdom you belong. Talking about the kingdom you belong. Somebody, somewhere. In Africa. In Nigeria to be precise. Does the traffic law. Of Cook County. Have any effect on him? Does arrest law. Of the United States. Have any effect on him? The law of the United States. Is meaningless to him. Because. He does not live in the United States. The law of the United States. We have meaning to you. When you are in the United States. Our rest will have rule over you. When you are in the United States. We understand the physical thing. The how dare you think. The powers of the kingdom of darkness have effect over you when you are no more there. These are the things you have to know as you grow. You grow in grace. You grow in faith. Praise God. God my child for you to become the man, that woman that God created you to rule, to reign, dominion, dominate and control. God, I will bless. We must know who you are and why we are here. So, ask the Holy Ghost to open your eyes. Paul speaking, Pause speaking to the Ephesian church in Ephesians chapter 1. Give me this and I pause. Give me Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 17 through 19. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 through 19, please. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, look at it. He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of him. You have to know. You have to understand. To give to you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance and in his ends, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20 to 23. According to the work, my, mighty working of his power. According to the working of his mighty power. 20 to 23, which he walked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who filled all all in all, he put all things under his feet. If all things is under his feet and he, you are members of his body, what, where does all things belong? Under your feet. But you have to know, you have to understand. And this takes maturity. Maturity is not the title you carry in the church, it's not how many years you have been in the church. Maturity. A quality decision to spend time with the word of God and in the word of God to discover. My dad, Bishop Michael Kunko said, You recover when you discover. When you discover, you recover. So when you stay in the world, somebody says, Stay in the world. That is why the theme of our ministry is Power in the World. You stay in the world. With the world, and you will not be deceived. Spend time in the world, and you will not be ruled over by the enemy. Spend time in the world, you will discover who you are. When you discover who you are, it puts springs on your feet, it gives you confidence and boldness. Talk to God. Are you blessed? Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Friends, this is all Jesus Christ did for us. And that's who you are. You are like God. It is not a religious cliche. It's not just to feel happy or feel good. That is your true identity. Like as we said last, last time I preached here, you are not black, you are not white. You are not Arab, you are not Asian. You are not Jews. You are spirit. You are like God. Because there is no color in the spirit. The blood of Jesus is racial blind. Many people that are practicing racism today in the church. is because they are foolish. They don't have. They don't know the word of God. There is no race. There is neither male nor female. There is neither Jew nor Gentile. We are all children of God. The Bible says. It is still in the Bible. You cannot remove it. What singles you out is the knowledge of God's word you have. And everything we are saying today will be meaningless to you except you are born again. Remember, if you, are, if you are not born again, you are a dead, dead, dead man. Separated from God. But you can be born again. You can be alive today. By receiving Jesus. Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want to pray with you. I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving me. By giving your son. Jesus Christ. To die for me. Jesus. I receive you today. As my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me, for saving me, and setting me free. Thank you for making me a child of God from this day. In Jesus' name. That is it. If you pray that prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family. You are now a child of God. Now, I want us to do this. We have had us talk about being mature. You have to grow. You have to mature to be able to endure all that we're talking about. By downloading the Bible. Go to your app store and download the Bible. Make a friend with your Bible. Make friend with your Bible. Know to know the world. Study to show yourself approved. a workman. That needed not to be ashamed. But rightly dividing the word of truth. You have to know the Bible. Go to a Bible believing church. Where they preach and practice the unadulterated word of God. Go there. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to Trem Atlanta Ghost Embassy, Minor. Our address is 1611 Rosswell Street, Smyrna. Zipco, 30080. Our service days are Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. Wherever you are in Atlanta, our doors are open to you. Remember, you are not black, you are not white. You are not Asian. You are not Arab. You are not Jew. You are not Gentile. You are a spirit being. You are like God. You are like God. You are a child of God. God bless you as you enjoy your day. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email. TREM at TREMUSA.ORG Remain blessed.